0: This is Soul to Soul, the show with Nessie. Sub, Soul fam, it's Nessie here, back with another episode of Soul to Soul, the show where I talk about my life here in South Korea from the perspective of a black British woman. Everyone, happy Valentine's Day it is the day that I actually really enjoy, a lot of people hate it, they say it's too commercial, I don't give a monkeys, I really enjoy this day, Um, I love the cheesiness about it, what I do miss uh, being in uh, Korea as opposed to being in the UK, was that in the UK you would have like radio specials or like all the classic love songs so what i used to really enjoy during the days when i was in school was that i would listen to radio stations like heart um or magic and they will have like from 6 p.m or 8 p.m or whatever like classic love songs from like the 80s or the 90s most most specifically the 80s because like i think if I was to listen to it now, it would be from the 90s or the 2000s, which makes me cry because <laughs> I mean, I'm just getting old. But I would love to just, like, chill out to them, listen to, like, I want to know what love is, take these broken wings, all the classics, that I would just sit there, do my homework, and just enjoy and have good vibes and good times. Uh, in Korea, there isn't really... I mean, there's the whole... I think in Korea, it's a lot more commercial, so you see a lot more of the... Um, the buying the chocolate side, um, the flowers side. And also I've mentioned this before, but in, uh, East Asian countries, they have Valentine's day and they have white day. So Valentine's day would be the day where, uh, I always get this mixed up. I think the guys give the gifts to the girls on Valentine's day. And then the girls reciprocate on white day, which is, uh, an entire month Later in on March fifteenth, and then April fifteenth is like Singles Day, where uh, or, or they call it Black Day, where single people just sit there and eat jajangmyeon by themselves at home. But it's just like a nice tradition just to have jajangmyeon anyway. The reason why I mentioned this is because it kind of coincided with the Lunar New Year that just happened. Happy Lunar New Year to you all. We are now in the year of the dragon, and that is my year. <laughs> We've rolled around another 12 years already. My goodness, it sucks, but I love it. This is The dragon is, is the best year. It is the most powerful of all the zodiacs, and it's the one that a lot of people wish that they were. That is me. Hype, hype. I enjoy it. And we went out, a couple of us who went out, on Thursday to you know enjoy the festivities because obviously being stuck here in Korea with your family back home in your respective country there's not much that you can do apart from like try to socialize and enjoy yourself with the foreign family that you have here so in Korea, what I did on the Thursday was head down to one of my uh, f- bars that I frequent here in Seoul. And I just wanted to give an update in the, the bar and the club scene here in Korea because especially post-COVID, a lot of things have changed. So the bar that I go to... I, I say frequently, but frequently to me, like every two months. <laughs> the bar that I go to in Korea quite a lot, and this is a nice little dive bar in Apgujong, like Apgujong Rodeo called Six Night. One of my friends discovered this bar because it was recommended on a TikTok about being a very foreigner friendly bar. Uh, now, Abgajong for those of you who don't know the area that well, is one of the richer areas in Seoul, where a lot of the higher class, like the people of money, like it's it's a it's a lot, there's a reason why they call them like Ganglam and Abgajong Anis, because a lot of the plastic surgery and stuff, and actually quite a lot of famous people hang out there because people with money. And historically, Apgajong was an area that was very uh, non-foreigner friendly, or if there were foreigners there, more than likely there'd be like blonde European chicks with a lot of plastic surgery, hanging out with Korean guys, basically to get their attention, especially with the club scene. Now me, myself, I'm someone who, I don't necessarily frequent clubs. I am, I think I'm way past that age now, especially with a lot of the major clubs. Well, a lot of the major clubs that used to be here have actually closed down. Um, but the clubs that are still around is quite clearly for people who are still in their like early to mid-20s. And that I'm a decade beyond that now. Like th- th- This year, well, no, no, not this year. Late last year was the first time I got turned away from somewhere because I was too old. Not because I was foreign, because I was too old. So like they were considering me until they they saw my, my ARC and is like, yeah, the people here are in their twenties. You're over thirty now. Blech. Even though I look young and look gorgeous, but never mind so uh, Apgajong in general was a place that tended to turn away a lot of foreigners but because of what was happening post-covid there was a lot of places that lost um, consumers and customers because people just weren't going out a good example of that was Myeongdong because Myeongdong was just a ghost town at one point and I, I, I I've said this before and I'll say it again someone needs to make a documentary about the death and rebirth of Myeongdong because so many people were convinced that area was dead because every single shop was closed no one was going there it was quite empty beforehand anyway because of the bad relations that uh, South Korea had with China. But then once they started closing the borders and made it a lot more difficult for tourists to actually come into Korea because you needed to quarantine for two weeks before actually being like set free in the country, no one was coming over. So therefore it was just like no point. So, and, and Myeongdong as an area was specifically tourist driven. So if there were no tourists in the country, no one was going to Myeongdong the locals weren't going to Myeongdong, because there was no point. Like everything in Myeongdong, you can get in every single area outside of there. Like if you go to Gangnam, if you go to Hongdae, if you go to Shinchon, if you go to Komde if you go to uh, Abgujong, Shinsa, Shindorim, you go to any of the department stores, you can get the exact same thing. It was just that Myeongdong was tailored specifically for foreign tourists. And the fact that it just came back to life it's astounding to me. It's, it's, it's a great story. But and Apgujong was one of those places that were affected, not because of the tourism side, but because it was mostly bars and clubs and pochas, people weren't necessarily going out. Like last three years worth of people being stuck, not being able to be as social as they wanted to be. So a lot more places started to become more lax and lenient into letting foreigners frequent their establishments and i think six night was actually a place that opened up towards the tail end of the pandemic and uh maybe i think a couple of foreigners discovered it and was like you know what they let us in it was really cool so we go in it's uh, those of you who follow me on instagram you see my videos and pictures of this place it's a very nice place it's uh very unassuming like you go into this building and it looks like an office building, but then you open this massive big black door. It's one of those blink and you'll miss it places because it's a tiny, like, uh, name tag size sign saying 6 Night. You open the big black door, you go down a couple of, set of stairs, and then you enter into the bar. And the bar itself is huge. It's like a massive underground bar. And we kind of treat it as a club as well because they play good music. But you go in... Drinks are what you expect for abkudong prices. You're paying for stuff because, and like I said, it's it's the kind of place that rich people go to. So you see people with their tables, with like buckets of champagne, with like really expensive vodka, um, just chilling out. And it's it's actually a re- the first time we went. I was like, oh, this is a really nice place. Good smells. The bathroom is relatively clean as long as you use it before, like, try try to avoid between the hours of one and three, because after three o'clock there's less people, so they are able to clean the better, but then they'll be missing toilet paper, lots of drunk girls just stumbling about. But people are relatively friendly. Like I remember the very first pe- people I talked to after like the, the bar guy who was very friendly then showed us to our table, was this young couple and they were struggling to speak to me in English, but then I spoke to them in Korean, and then they got very hyped and was like, oh, this, it's lovely to see you. Like, it's great that you're here. And then all sorts of conversations were happening. We were a very dancey group because, you know, foreigners don't care. We just like, we we jam, we dance. And like, lots of people came over. The, the bar staff was just giving us three, free shots. Um, this guy came over with like a bottle of wine and some glasses and like, here, this is for you. Let's share. Let's be merry. I think I drink. every time I go to this place, I drink too much because everyone's just so nice and sweet there. But it's definitely, um, if you're, if you're there for camaraderie, if you're there to meet people, it's a nice place. And also it's, it's, it's specifically for the older crowd. Like you get a couple of young heads there, but they market it for like the 30s and 40s. So you get a lot of mature like professionals there. I met this one guy that I chatted to. He was a uh, cordy for NCT. Another girl who I spoke to, she was like a backup dancer uh, uh, for one of the groups. I can't remember which girl group it was, but she was like a backup dancer for them like these are famous people that or people who've worked with famous people and people with cash like these are people who are like don't care they will spend top dollar on a really expensive bottle of of wine and they're like yeah come over have a have a drink like i was there on thursday like i said and this i i gave uh random people around me like sweets because it was Valentine's day. And this one girl was like, okay, great. And then she gave me like a free can of gin and tonic (laughs) because why not? Like they don't care. It's, it's, it's pocket money to them. And I was just like, Oh great free stuff. Like I've got free ice cream before. It's, it's, it's a great place. I'm kinda of sad because a lot of the people that I met there before and have gotten like my the social media and stuff. They uh have been leaving um because they're moving on to new pastures and stuff. I think there's only one person who was still there that I I've talked to before. Like my dude who always washes the dishes at the back. Shout out to him. But he has no social media, so I don't add him. But um yeah, everyone else is kind of disappearing, so I'm I'm talking to my mates, like, it's not as fun as it anymore, because, like, all the dudes that we would, like, chat to, and hang out, and dance with, they're slowly fading out, and a lot of the people there, we just don't know, or maybe it's because we were there on, the, on a Thursday, as opposed to a Saturday, like, we always go to, go, go on, so shrug, I don't know, I don't know, but, yeah, so that's a really cool place. And also just there's there's a few poachers around. Oh, those of you who don't know, like, a poacher place is a place specifically for, like, getting your cheap snacks and drinks before, like, moving on to, like, a bigger bar or a club. So you'll have people there uh, ordering, like, uh, ramyun, or like some chicken or some sort of snack and then you can have like bottles of soju etc etc and, and it's 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 nothing fancy most of the time it'll be like cheap tables like a little gas canister thing with, that has fire that you, you cook the food yourself like they'll, they'll prepare it but they do you cook the majority of it yourself and then you can have um whatever you want and there's There's a lot of them, especially if you go to like university areas, so if you went down to Hongdae, you went down to Shinhan, there's a lot of those places about and to be honest, in the majority of the of the areas, even where I'm living now um in the greater Guro area, if you go to like mule or Shindorim, there's like a lot of places that have that kind of style and if you're not if you don't really necessarily want to go out to like a bar. But you still want to be social and have the potential to like meet up with people or be someone new, poachers are a great place to go. Um, yeah, Abkajong is cool. I feel like I'm too old for Hongdae. My mates keep dragging me down to Gondae, which is also a university place, which is very similar to Hongdae, but that's that's Kong, uh, Konguk University. But I feel (laughs) like I'm too old for there as well. But it's slightly less busy. So if you want like the Hongdae vibes, but don't necessarily want to go to Hongdae, then that's another place that you can go to. However, there is this this one nice bar that actually we're going to next weekend to celebrate Angie's birthday. It's this really great place called La Luz. And it is a bar that's also a video game bar because it has all these arcades that are free to play it is multiple floors they do fantastic pizzas like i think that was the first time that i would actually like i will actively order a pizza because that's how delicious those pizzas were and the chips were great the the alcohol is cheap and not necessarily strong like we went there for new year's eve that was the place that i went to for new year's eve and i bought like three cocktails and i was totally fine and they were meant to be strong cocktails as well but they were cheaper i i think the idea is like you pile them on you pile 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 pile, pile until you until you realize it's too late and then you're wasted but that's a great place because it has like it, it had um I think I need. For the, I think it had time crisis. It has like different bar games as well, like a shuffleboard. It has bar football. It has. They have a, a completely separate downstairs area that has the basketball game and the pool table and and a uh, table tennis table as well. Uh, yeah, there's various. Dif- they don't. They don't have dance machines, which is I guess. Or do they? No, they do have dance machines. What am I talking about? They have pump they have pump it up in the corner yeah they they do and then they go upstairs which has like a nice little photo zoo, zone as well as an outdoor area as well it's a really nice place like it's it's more sangsu than hongdae proper But if you go for a wonder, if you search for it la luz it's a very nice place and it's actually opposite another club I say in quotation marks, that I I should visit because they play a lot of um, Afrobeats and, and piano in that place. But I don't think I... I, um, I think also the friends that I'm with, that's not really their scene as well. If I wanted to have, like, an Afrobeats night, I think I would do it myself and, like, play at an event and play Afrobeat songs and soca, but not necessarily at a uh, club with Vandermans in Hongdae where the clientele are mostly people who are borderline 15 years younger than me (laughs) that's a danger I've made that danger before don't don't make that danger don't make that mistake um but yeah I actually thinking about a lot of the major places have gone like Club Vera which was like a very very famous EDM nightclub in Hongdae um, those of you who've been to Korea, you knew, and you've been to Hongdae, you know exactly where that place was. That's gone. That died during uh, COVID. It's quite sad. Even though I'm not a big fan of the Korean style EDM, it was nice just to go there and then get um, Taco Bell afterwards, and then walk back home. When I was living in Hongdae, um, the M, the MB clubs, Noise Basement. There was MB and M- MB One and MB Two those kind of died during the whole burning sun scandal because that was all related to yg like there was like a strip of club clubs and bars that were all yg owned like on the side like people would the whispers would be like yeah they're yg why yg didn't necessarily say they owned it but they they were yg clubs and, and B was like probably one of the most famous clubs in seoul they played hip-hop they played rap they played r&b i the lot I remember going there the first that was the first club I ever went to the first time I went to Korea in 2014 and they were still allowing smoking inside these establishments and I came out with like even when I showered I still felt the smoke inside my pores. and that was very much a health hazard as well thinking about it I don't know how that place survived but yeah, it was definitely YG, because I remember one time me and my friends, after we went to see Britney Spears at concert, uh, G-Dragon also had a concert that day. And I don't know why randomly we decided to hang out outside uh, NB, because there's a very famous uh, convenience store that has like three floors that was next to it. And you can go out there and chill for a bit and watch. And then there was rumours that GD was coming to the club. So people were like were waiting outside for a good hour or so, and again, you would probably see this if you, if you were on my social media back then. We saw GD just like strolling. People, like, ah, we uh, we got a glimpse of him for like two seconds before he was like marched into the club. And there's no way that someone like G Dragon would go into a club in Hongdae unless the company that he was in at the time had some links to it. So yeah, that's the reason why. Everyone knew Noise Noise Basement belonged to YG And there was another club That was like slightly further down the road But along the same side That played a lot of old school uh, K-pop songs And that was a really fun place to go to Like when I say old school Like things from like pre-2010 What was it called? I mean, it was a Sangyori Byolbit I believe it was called They had like the poacher upstairs And then they had the club on, on like downstairs I think that place is still there but the noise basements have gone and you know burning sun was that corner as well and i think i went to burning sun before it was burning sun because i remember going to it again one new year's and he who shall not be named was a dj there and i remember thinking oh cool this is nice to actually see him whatever and then everything all the fallout happened afterwards (laughs) Uh, Gangnam. Gangnam is very similar to Abgajong but more club based but it's definitely a place where you would unless you have the look for it I wouldn't necessarily as a tourist I wouldn't necessarily recommend you going clubbing in Gangnam. Go clubbing in Gangnam if you know someone. Like I went clubbing there once and that one time was good enough for me even though I met some trainees there again, I've told that story before, even though that was cool and everything, Gangnam's not really my scene, I I think, especially now I'm at that age where it's like, I don't care for clubs, I just rather like chill out at a bar, if they play good music, I'll sing along with the music, um, and uh, to to be honest, a lot of foreigners, they tend to go for places where there's a lot of other foreigners there, so like, you've got your Thursday party, you've got your cocky pubs, um, Mike's Cabin is very notorious because that's more like a Latino bar and they play, like, reggaeton and all sorts of, like, cool music there. Vampire was was a great place as well. There's a lot of, like, um a lot of Latin music bars that are around Hongdae now, actually, which is really quite cool. But I wish there was, like, if there was a soca place, if there was a soca place, I would be there 100%. But yeah, so next week, I am heading for Luz, so I'm going to enjoy myself there. <laughs> um, But yes, if there is any other recommendations of places, those of you who, who are living in Seoul, or even those of you who are living outside of Seoul, and like if you live in Daejeon, if you live in Busan, if you live in Gwangju, if you live in Daegu, these are places that I don't really frequent or haven't even been to at all and there's any places that you recommend for for me to go and check out if I do go to those places do hit me up because I would be interested like the 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 nighttime scene in Busan definitely looks very interesting and I'm never in Busan long enough to appreciate it but now with the work hours that I have I can travel down on a Friday night have a full Saturday there and then travel up on Sunday so we shall see or even like i can do that for daegu i can do that for kwangju just depending just like let me know what kind of um what kind of cool places to to check out in those areas because i really would would like to know um but also if there's any recommendations that you have for places in seoul i also would be very interested so if you do you know what to do. Hit me up on my socials. I am at Soul Nessie on Instagram and on X slash Twitter. And I am Soul to Soul on Facebook slash YouTube. Once again, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Happy Valentine's Day, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, Soul fam. Slaters. And if you liked that episode of Soul to Soul, Why not subscribe and follow this podcast on whatever streaming service you were using to listen? I'll see you in the next episode. Slaters!